I forgot to start recording. All right. So this chiastic structure, hello, Kylan. Um, this this chiastic structure uh, um, is ser serves the purpose of a way to communicate information, um, a way a way to communicate important information without having um, chapter headings, titles. They don't have bold, they don't have italics, they don't have underline in how they write things. So they use different like old literary tools in order to communicate important things. So this is where we're going. So we're about to enter into Exodus where um, they're going to build something for Pharaoh, right? They're going to um, be enslaved. They're going to be enslaved. And so when we left off in Genesis, we left off in Genesis, the uh like they had you know joseph had success he was number two in the kingdom like they were given the best plot of land living in goshen and uh like everything is good everything is good and where we're going to pick up in the story as we read in uh, exodus chapter one is um a uh uh, uh 400 years later essentially so many generations later is, is what it, we're going to be looking at. Okay, let's pray. Let's oh, read the scriptures. My headphones hurt my ears, so that's why I'm wearing my hoodie all weird. Um, just to add a layer of softness between my headphones. Um, okay. It does, is everyone ready to go? Sure. Okay. Yeah. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and its wonderful blessings. Help us to have a great week of class and learn a lot um, from your sacred page. All right, verse number one, Kylan. Um, these are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt with Jacob and with the household. Today. Reuben, Simon, Levi, and Judah. Tristan. Isaiah, Zebulun, and Benjamin. Mm, Cecilia. Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. Victor. The total number of people born to Jacob was 70. Joseph was already in Egypt. Chloe. Then Joseph died, and all his brothers, and that whole generation. Uh, back to Colin. Now a new king accrues over... No, no, eight. Or, uh, not eight, seven. Seven? Oh. But now the Israelites are fruitful and prolific? Prolific. Prolific. And multiplied and grew extended exceedingly exceedingly strong so that the land was filled with them. Right, uh today. Now a new king arose over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Tristan. He said to his people, Look at the Israelites. People are more numerous and more powerful than we. 
Cecilia. Come, let us steal shrewdly with them, or they will increase and in the event of war, join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to oppress them from with forced labor. They build supply cities with them and remesses for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread, so that the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. The Egyptians became ruthless and imposing tasks on the Israelites. And made their lives bitter with hard service and mortar and brick and in every kind of field labor. They were ruthless in all the tasks they imposed on them. Uh, Tristan? Um, wait, what number? Fifteen. Oh, uh, the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shipra, and the other Puah. What? Oh, that's a, uh, Victor? Wait, no. Oh, it's Cecilia. Cecilia. When you act as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, she shall live. But the midwives fear God. Continue. Well, I can't see it, really. Okay, they did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but they let the boys live. So the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this and allowed the boys to live? So the king of Egypt summoned the midwives nope. and said to... Nope, that was the line she just read. The midwives said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not the Egyptian women. Are not like the Egyptian women. Like the Egyptian women. For they are vigorous and give birth before the midwives come to them. So God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and became very strong. And because the midwives feared God... He gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every boy that is born to the Hebrews you shall throw into the Nile, but you shall let every girl live. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this dance blessing. Help us to understand the scriptures so that we may live it more fully today and every day. Okay. So, like, Beginning of this, just a review, in case you forgot the book you just read, this is what happened in the previous book. So it's kind of like, it surmises, you know, Joseph and they're all moving to Egypt and there were 70 of them, right? Okay, so there's 70 people. So from now from Abraham and one, all of a sudden, a couple generations later, there's now 70. Now, uh, 
a king arose. Uh, in other translations, says a pharaoh arose in Egypt who did not know Joseph. Now, what does this mean? Uh, what, what, what does this mean that, like, does not know Joseph? He'd never heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, well, like, is Joseph alive? No. No, it's, it's, it's a, um, it's, the knowing is not just, like, he didn't necessarily meet him or anything else, because he's, like, generations old, but, like, Pharaoh from days of old and Joseph, like, they had a deal. And so he does not recognize this deal. He does not know Joseph. Okay. And then he, they're growing numerous and they're having a bunch of kids and they're like, uh Oh, like they're going to outnumber us and we're going to, um, uh, and it's not going to be good for us. Essentially. It's not gonna be good for us. Um, and so they deal shrewdly with them, which is, uh, kind of like dealing in bad faith or, like making or not doing well. Um, and they set taskmasters over them to oppress them with forced labor. So basically they put them in uh, uh, in slavery. They enslaved them. And they built the city of Python and Ramses, um, which uh, uh, um, you can actually see these, uh, these cities, uh, ancient ruins of these cities. Um, but despite that, they still continue to have many kids and they they continue to oppress like the more they have children the more they get oppressed right because what did god what it was was god uh promise uh, um to abraham right this all goes back to the abrahamic promises your descendants will be as numerous as the stars stars okay so god's doing this for the israelite people he's he's actively like they are becoming numerous um, all right. Then the king in Egypt said to the Hebrew uh, midwives, does everyone know what a midwife is? Yeah. Yes, one people, other people, shake head, no. No. Mm -mm. Okay. A midwife is a woman who helps a mother give birth. Um, and so this is kind of like before doctors, but even you can go to a midwife today, um, you know, and there are, it's actually a medical trained profession. They're like doctors, they have a doctorate and they, they train specially in helping people get birth. And so you can go to a midwife um, and have them as your doctor when you uh, um, are going through pregnancy. And um, so there's these two midwives. Now these, now what's famous about this is like, okay, look, these women are so courageous their names get written down in sacred scripture for all eternity because of what they did. Like they are able to act justly in such a way. And it brings about like they, they get, they get remembered. They get remembered this. So Sifra and Pua, uh, um, these Hebrew midwives is ordered to kill the boys. So if there's a boy, kill it. If it's a girl, lip, which obviously Big no-no, right? Like that's that's this is bad. We all agree, right, Kylan? Okay. Um, and but they fear, but but the midwives feared God. Now, uh, um, fearing God is the beginning of wisdom, but fearing God isn't necessarily like I'm afraid of God. Like I'm afraid if I do wrong, a lightning bolt's gonna hit me. It's um. 
more likened to recognizing that God's God and you're not, that he is greater than you, uh, and honoring God based off of that. Um, so um, I love the joke, uh, so the, or the insult, uh, um, the, midwives, uh, the midwife's response to Pharaoh when he asks them, why don't you do this, uh, um, is he, they're, they're throwing shade to use the youthful term, um, because the Hebrew women are not like <laughs> Egyptian women, they give birth, bef they're vigorous, and they give birth before midwives. So what's the opposite? If the Hebrew women are vigorous, then the Egyptian women are what? Not vigorous. Not vigorous, or soft, or weak, or whatever. And so um, I'm not sure if you've, you know, ever... You probably have not, no one's ever seen someone like give birth or like understand the pain and the craziness of what that happens. And I know the TV shows really don't do it justice. Um, but like, uh, um, like they to give birth on the birth stool like before um, the midwife comes is is it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable, um, especially back then when there's no modern medicine, there's no drugs, there's no heart monitoring, there's no anything. It's just uh, you in pain. So, um, and uh, um, they, you know, are able to like make, they make fun of the Hebrew uh, or the Egyptian people, Pharaoh's face in a certain way. Um, and then God blesses them with faithfulness by writing their name in this book, as well as um, he gave them families. So they were able to have their own children. So like this, proliferation continues. Um, but then the fateful line at the begin, um, every boy that is born to the Hebrews, you shall throw into the Nile, but you shall let every girl live. So what's the Nile again? Nile River. Yes, it's a river, which um, the Nile is, the, the Nile uh, is a dedicated to um, potentially two gods um, or several gods. Um, so uh, if you're familiar with um, the Egyptian uh, uh, gods, uh, the god Happy or Apis or the god uh, goddess Iris, um, which Happy is, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, the crocodile god. So he, um, I think so. God of the Nile. No, okay. Maybe not. Um, but uh, the idea is like the Egyptian, the Hebrew boys are being tossed into the Nile um, and it's likened to a sacrifice to a false god, right? They're, they're being oppressed, they're being hurt, they're being murdered. It's, it's a bad thing. Um, and because the Nile is the lifeblood of uh, um, the Egyptian people. Now, what's the, do you guys know the first plague? What's about to happen? Does anyone know the first plague ahead of time? What happens to the Nile River? Cecilia? It turns to blood. Turns to blood. 
And I think uh, it's kind of poetic that the Nile River turns to blood because they toss the Hebrew boys into the Nile. Um, also, when we see water, what sacrament do we usually think of? Baptism. Baptism. So there's a type of baptism. And we just celebrated, what was Sunday yesterday? What special Sunday was yesterday? Anyone? The Sunday after Easter. Uh, used to be called Low Sunday. It used to be called Low Sunday. Um, it's Divine Mercy Sunday. Divine Mercy Sunday. So, um, does anyone know the Divine Mercy image? Man. You guys, wake up. I'm awake. Okay. Screen share. All right, Divine Mercy. Uh, St. Faustina. Uh, St. Faustina, uh, Jesus appeared to her um, several times. She wrote a book about it. It's called The Diary of Faustina. And one of the things is this painting was made based off of her vision. And we get the um, uh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which uses a rosary to say some prayers where it's, you know, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. Um, and then on the Mary beads, it's, they say, for the sake of the sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. And so on Easter, you start on Easter and you start saying a Divine Mercy Chaplet Novena, which is like nine days of praying this chaplet. And then you celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday uh, yesterday. So Divine Mercy, what there's two rays of light coming out of Jesus's heart. And what are they? It's the same, they represent what came out of Jesus's side when he was pierced on the cross. Blood and water? Yes, blood and water. And what's crazy is the, the idea is so blood and water gush forth from the heart of Jesus is a font of mercy for us. So we see with this Nile, these, these images of blood and water as well. Um, and what we're going to be reading later is, okay, so now they're the order to kill all of the children are there, but we'll be reading the birth and youth of Moses. So Moses, we have to pay attention to who Moses is because he's an extremely important character. Um, he, uh, Jesus is, off, is, is referred to as the new Moses. So if Moses is important, we got to understand how Jesus surpasses Moses in a lot of ways. So Moses like sets him up for stuff, but then like Jesus surpasses him in, in infinite ways. Okay. Um, so I, I, if you can read it, read the chapter two, um, read chapter two for, you know, homework to prep yourself for when we read it, uh, when we read it as a class, um, so we'll be able to understand. And then uh, um, with the rest of our time, my plan was to just answer any homework questions that you guys may have had about the previous homework. Um, well, I am wondering, it says it's due Friday. Yeah, because I gave yeah. it to you guys late. I just, I extended the due date. So to give you more time. 
but uh, I haven't necessarily seen, I haven't done an update of my grade book fully, but I haven't necessarily seen homework from previous weeks from you guys, from some of you guys. So what's going on there? Anyone? Um, I'm still not finished with them. Why? Uh, I don't know. Okay. If you need help, you can email me and we can set up some time to Zoom this afternoon and I can just sit down and talk, talk you through it. So if you're having trouble with any of the homework, just say, shoot me an email and then we'll set up some time. And uh, if we want everyone who hasn't gotten their homework done or is having trouble, maybe we should just get you guys together and spend some time this afternoon just working on the homework together. Because um, otherwise, if you don't turn stuff in, I have to fail you. Like, just, like it's just going to be what it's going to be. Um, but I'm trying to give you every opportunity to get your stuff in. All right. Mm. Check educate because I'm going to be post. I I'm trying to do my best I can to get it posted up on educate as soon as possible. And if I don't have it, I mark it as a zero. So you'll know what your grades are. And then I'm going to start sending emails to parents to be like, Hey, this is what's up so that they know to start getting on your butt to get it done. Um, other than that, uh, um, you got half an hour between your next class. Go do some, go outside. It's really nice. Isn't right. it cold? Looks like it's about to rain. And it looks cold. Oh, it's probably 50 degrees or so outside, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. I think. I was wondering, though. So, I already emailed you about the Good Friday assignment, but since there is no due date, is it necessary to do it? Like, do we have to do the Good Friday assignment, or can we just... Yes, you have to do the Good Friday assignment. So if you haven't done the Good Friday assignment, it's it's there. Are there any other assignments that we have to do that are no due dates? Because I would not be able to see them because they don't like show up for like due soon since there's no due date. I will go back and change that and give them due dates then. If no! That's what's up. That's just, how hard is it to watch a video? It's half an hour. Put I could on, be spend I could be spending a half an hour going outside. Uh on the on the gear button on the bottom, I think you can double I think you can increase the speed. So if you want to speed it up to 1.25 speed, um it makes the video go faster and doesn't really prevent you from not being able to hear it. So um, I know some people who watch stuff on double speed. Well, you can do that? On certain things, YouTube definitely. So on YouTube, you can watch stuff from like 1.25 speed, 1.5 speed, 1.75 speed, or double speed. Oh. And if no, it's, no. if as long as someone doesn't speak very quickly, um, and they're very clear, you can hear everything that they're saying. So if it's someone who's just like doing a vlog or talking, you can get through it really fast. So if you ever needed to like go back and listen to this lecture, to this class, when I have it posted on the podcast, like you can go listen to the podcast and listen to it on double speed. And you could re-listen to the whole class and like relearn it if you needed to. Um, also look out for the study guide for the Genesis test. So, because that's happening.
Um, all right, then. Have a good one. Enjoy the rest of your time before you have your next class. Bye-bye.